Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, good evening and welcome to the full-time Reds Liverpool 3, Newcastle 1 at Anfield tonight in the Premier League and um, wasn't the best of games, wasn't the best of games. James Smith though, um, lovely memory um, from James Smith and I'm really happy that he's remembered this because I don't get enough credit at times um, and I don't get lashed out enough either when I get things wrong but he says, um, well done Gav, 3-1 correct prediction. Um, I was right. I was right, and um, I'm I'm happy to take that one this evening. I am happy to take that one this evening. Listen, if you're watching and um, you're not subscribed, do so. Um, this sort of content and loads more come every day of the week, nearly at this stage, um, and sometimes twice on Sundays. Um, and of course, if you haven't liked yet, hit the like button or do so on the way. We're getting some interference from phones, but me and Kev have our phones miles away, so this could be just um, this could be just. Anything could be going wrong. Um, but I, hit the like button. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. And if you listen to the audio download, hit the review button. Give us a five-star review. And that's how we go. But Liverpool 3, um, Newcastle 1. Um, Chelsea drew with Everton at Stamford Bridge earlier in the, one of the most one-sided games I've ever seen. Um, I was keeping an eye on it as it was going on. And Chelsea was just rattling off shots all over the place. And ended up um, getting only a point. Um, Kev... Before we get into the game itself, and yeah. you know, um, the, the big news that came out was that uh, Virgil van Dijk, um, Curtis Jones, and Fabinho, Fabinho um, had suspicious, I think, you know, kind of um, PCR tests or COVID results or whatever it was, and they were left out of the squad. So the lineup that we see yeah. tonight, and um, for people that may have just come in and haven't seen the game, so you had got Allison and Gold, you had Trent, Kanate, Matip, uh, Robertson, you had Henderson, Thiago, Ox, and you had Salah, Mane, Jota. Um, how concerned are you about this news earlier? Because they're still waiting to hear back. The rest of the squad test <coughs> negative, by the way. Yeah, I'm not really concerned because it's it's just going to be one of those things that goes around the houses now. Um, this new variant seems to be so transmissible that um, any slight contacts can pick it up. Mm. The fact that the club tests morning when they arrive into the ground with the lateral flow tests and when they leave with the same tests, you hope that it picks it up early yeah. and then they're sent off for the PCR tests for the more detailed test to confirm whether the, the lateral flow test is positive is correct. But look, I 
I liked the fact that the club came out and had no issue with naming the players. Mm-hmm. And they told the fans, I didn't appreciate the leaks, i got to be honest. The leaks were all over Twitter all day long. About Virgil, anyway, yeah. About Virgil and the leaked lineup. I don't like that that is getting out of the club. But, um, look, the fact that the club have no issue in telling the players a the COVID status or telling us the COVID mm-hmm. status of everyone at the club, and the fact that that isn't contradicted by anybody, and they have no problem telling look, X Y Z player is missing because they failed the COVID test or they tested positive. Fine, no issue with. I'd rather know than have guesswork and yep. what ifs and li- people left to their own devices because that's never it. That never ends in a good way. The fact that the club are being straight up and honest about it, as if, as in they would with any player who's out injured, they won't tell you the injury, but they'll tell you that a player is out. Yeah, and you know they won't. They're not really good on giving timelines, but they're they're pretty good at saying, "Look, this player is not available, and this is, and that's it." And they did the same tonight. They said, "Look, these three aren't available because of the positive tests." We move on. No, no agendas, no hiding anything, no mystery. Mm-hmm. It's just a part of life, especially in the UK at the minute, and mm-hmm. um, you just get on with it. Yeah. That's what we have to do. We have to get on with it. If we can field a good enough side, you know, if we can field a side from the squad that we have, then mm-hmm. we field a side from the squad that we have, and we play the games. Yeah, and I've been banging on about this, haven't I? Um, yeah. Over the last couple of shows, probably annoying people over and kind of people are probably watching going, would he ever shut the fuck up about this fucking stuff? But that's all you want. You don't want, like, to be honest with you, like, you don't want... It's the ambiguity that pisses me off. You don't want massive amounts of information, but that little bit of information, not even the names. You know, well, you know the names because we're playing. Exactly, yeah. But if Liverpool just come out and say, listen, we have four first-team members, like I said, that have been in the squad, match day squad in the last two weeks out at the moment and we've brought it to the Premier League the Premier League said no you still have enough and we're testing and it's good to go we're going to continue on like that it's absolutely fine there's no issue there um, yeah. but look the lineup is what it is um, Canate coming in for Van Dijk makes sense um, Henderson dropping into the six fair enough and Ox on the farm he's been on um, getting in beside Thiago made sense you know the sort of yeah. way um, it's not a great a start, start. Oh no! I thought we had a good start. Apart uh, we, we, from did, we had a decent start, but the, but like they go one nil up after seven minutes. Yeah, Stop. and Thiago is just. I said it last night, Kev. Application and intensity. If you keep Mindset. that, you win it. Yeah, Mindset. and I just thought it was lazy from us on that goal. Brilliant finish. Don't get me wrong, but John yeah. Shelby cuts across or whips it lovely into the bottom corner. Allison hasn't got a hope. Um, no. but but that's what I was talking about last night. You know, yeah. be on it, be aggressive, don't be lazy. That was lazy from Thiago to give it to Shelby on the edge of the box, but it's a great finish in fairness. It was a good finish, but you're bang on. It was the nonchalance of a, almost a no-look pass into a space, into a bad space. And he was more sloppy in that first half an hour that I've seen him in a long, long time because yeah. he's been, he'll take risks with his passes and you don't mind the risks because over 90 minutes they pay off. And he dusts them off really quick because he made two really sloppy passes in that first half. Mm-hmm. And then he played an absolute beauty of a pass into, I think it was into Joss's feet mm-hmm. on the edge of the box, out of nothing that nobody ever saw. 
and it was almost as if he didn't give a give a shit about the two bad passes. So yeah. I suppose it's one of those things with yeah, you take the rough with the smooth, but you'd really write, want to iron out these kind of mistakes because ultimately, it's it's almost like the thing with Joel Matip's runs. I love seeing him do it, but one day it is going to cost us a goal and it is going to cost us three points. And you have to almost accept that that is going to happen at some point for the other side of his game. You know, because more often than not, he will get the passes right more than wrong. Hey, well, Kevin Ball says there, his passing was very off, <clears throat> improved as the game went on. Yeah. I think the one the one I think you were thinking, talking about, the sloppy one, was where he tries to play across the pitch and it's intercepted. Maximum, maximum gets on and gets a shot away. Yeah. And you can see him, he has, when, when Alisson saves and it gets cleared, he has his hands on his head and he puts his yeah. hand up to say sorry. You know, and I, I was starting to wonder, is that something Newcastle walked on? Because it's a very popular ball at uh, Thiago plays where he's in that kind of inside left position and he turns out and he hits one that, you know, to get Trent going. And if he doesn't, it, most times the opposition aren't far enough up the pitch to intercept. Yeah. But, they were this time and they got it, they got an interception on it, you know, the sort of way. Yeah. But, but almost the case as well with Matip. If, if, if Matip is five yards deeper there, the ball goes to Matip and then out to Trent because he underhit that by a lot. Yeah. You know, it yeah. was almost a case of, I don't know if I should be playing it to Matip or high to Trent. And he was a, he was in no man's land. It was, it was a neat, an either or ball that turned out into be a nothing ball. And luckily enough, Sam Maximum fluffed it. Um, uh, let me see. Dylan O'Rourke in the chat thinks he's blocked. Um, because what did you do this time, Dylan? No, he didn't. What happened was he typed in JCTFBIBEHOBGCD and then um, said, Sorry, that was my semi Trent gave me after hit, after hit <laughs> the phone. And then he said, That's me blocked anyways. You'll have to do a lot more than that to get blocked. Uh, um, you really got to go some now. Red Steve is on the case. Well, it's right. just Steve now. I, have, I haven't seen him this evening yet. Oh, um, I forgot I that. I don't know yeah. if just Steve is in. I'm scrolling up and down there as you can see on the screen to try to find yeah. just Steve, but he's not there at the moment. Um, he must have he must have put him for a day off or something and didn't tell anyone. Um, not having that. But look, we got we got one nil down. Were you panicked at all? No, because and I wasn't panicked because of the start. The first seven minutes, I thought we were really, really good. We pinned them back. I, Jamal Lewis, the, you hate to see someone getting injured, mm-hmm. but it probably helped Newcastle the fact that he got injured because Salah was having him on toast, and the poor kid didn't know what what to do. He didn't know there's a sticker twist, and when he went off, they stiffened up a little bit. But I, after I never, even after they scored. I just thought, that's just a freak. That's just an absolute fluke. And you're not going to get another one like that. Uh, no, I was never worried that we wouldn't get back into it. It was just going to be a case of how and when. Um, and yeah, just, come on. No, I was just saying, when it came, it was, it was no surprise. It was just, I thought, they, they, didn't, they, they were set up in such a weird way. Because I thought they were going to set up with Joe Linton up front and say maximum behind in a free roll, but no. I think it. I think I think what they were looking to do was I think they were looking to get with Joe Linton that bit deeper, maybe getting the ball into him and hoping he'd hold it and maybe maybe right. set it off to a likes of a Shelby that could get maximum away then, you know because like Newcastle looking at that going Van Dyke's not playing is a huge lift to them 
because mm. I don't oh, even yeah. think I don't I think they don't attack much tonight, but I think they attack even less um, if they players because they get they get a lift and go. Do you know we might put maximum now onto onto um, Kanate and see what he's made of, or you know if he gets any change out of Matip, will Kanate cover as well as Van Dijk would and stuff like that. But I could see what they were trying to do. What but. They don't have enough. I think. I think if Liverpool had have stepped up, stepped on the pedal yeah, yeah. and went to gear or two more, it could have been five or six. Um, hey Gav, says Scouser P. Can you give a shout out to my good friend Red Derek? Um, yeah, hi Red Derek. Um, don't know who you are, but hello. Uh, he's my football wife. Talks so much sense. Agent Raffet is working his magic. Hello, Red Derek. I don't know if Red Derek's in here, but um, you're you're you are. you're um. Your good friend Scouser Pete says hello. Um, does, does that work for you? Is that enough? I don't know. Um, don't do that an awful lot. Um, <laughs> but I, I wasn't. I wasn't worried over it um, because no, I knew we had enough quality. It was. It was one of those where they break. Tiago's a bit lazy, and it's a. It's a worldly of a finish, you know. And yeah, it's a very good it, finish. Yeah, how many times is he going to break like that? How many times is he going to get a chance like that? And how many times is he actually going to finish it like that? So it's yeah. it's just one of those, isn't it? Um, but you know what? It's I honestly don't think Liverpool come out of second gear tonight, Kev. I really no. don't. There was a bit of controversy over the equaliser. Um, corner in, headed away by Newcastle. Um, Liverpool recycle it, get it to the um, back post, chipped in. Um, Jota head, header comes back and, he, and he, um, he buries it. He buries it, yeah. Newcastle claiming that there was a head injury and stuff like that. But when you actually watch it back, there's no Never. clash of heads. No. Um, they clash with each other. Kanata is kind of a sandwich in, in there somewhere. But the force fella goes down, who probably has the right to say, I'm injured. Was that Lascelles, was, was it? I think it was Lascelles and was it Hayden? And the ball goes and it hits the ground. The, hit, the first guy hits the ground and he looks like he's injured. Yeah. Second guy kind of falls over him then. He stays down. The first guy he gets back down, up. Yeah. Um, I think it was Lascelles. Maybe was it? Number five in my head, and I thought the cells was six. But anyway, ball gets chipped to the back post. Jota scores on the rebound, and Newcastle are giving out. And I was kind of going, "Like, what are you giving out about? Like, where's the like? Like, even I'm not a big fan of McManaman, but McManaman on the commentary says, "When do you want them to put the ball out? It's literally by the time he heads that and the ball's in the net, it's about four seconds. Yeah. So who's who's going to react to that? Only the referee is going to stop it. And if the referee is looking in there, he's going to go just a collision. They're on the ground, like." You know, it wasn't a massive head injury, but it was good to get one back, wasn't it? Like, it's it's yeah. it's 13 minutes later or something. But it's good to get it back there. It doesn't go into 35, 40 minutes of the game. Exactly. The longer it would have gone, if the 1-0, they had something to defend, it would have got more difficult. It doesn't matter who you're playing. If, you're, if you've got a 1-0 lead and you're sitting in, the longer it goes, the more you'll fight for it. There's those clash of heads... In the six-yard box, it's one of those nine times out of ten, the referee will just give it almost as if it's an instinct. Hmm. But I think ever since the one at United, they've let a few go. And they've done it right because there was nothing in it. It was a meat and a sandwich of two players from the same side clashing. And you know yourself when you see a bag, when you see a clash of heads, you know it. Because you'll yeah. you'll 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 recoil in your seat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that looks like a horde. Yeah. Oh, that that's gonna leave a mark, like you know. And it wasn't one of those. It was um, credit where it's due to the ref because it's um, 
it would have been very easy for him to give it. And there wouldn't have been an argument if he gave it. But the thing is, I don't even know if he sees it. I think he does. Uh, I think he no, what I'm saying does. is, what I'm saying is, I don't think he sees the non-contact. Yeah, I just if he, think if he, he sees, sees, if he, oh, I think if he has a, 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 maybe he does actually. And now you're right. You're probably right because maybe he get gets a really good view of it, and they're yeah. on the ground, and he's going, "What are you fucking on the ground That's, for?" Whereas if he yeah. gets a, a, a half glance of, at it, a glance or, or two players, and he sees two players at the deck, and one's holding the head, he probably blows. Yeah, you're probably right. Like the you're probably right where, yeah. he, where he's guessing it with the Moutinho handball. Yeah, where he's guessing. Um, Red Soy says goal 100% legit. Play to the whistle. Um, Tom yeah, Bowen. I mean, look, it's we've all watched enough football over the years to on whether you're in a ground or you're at home, you know that more often than not, that's given. Yeah, you know that that's blown up straight away. But I think this season, for whatever reason, they are letting that go more and good. Because, I mean, in fairness, Jota should have buried the header. The yeah, fact it was that a decent save, though. He, he, he kind of claws it back. Bradkin did well tonight. Yeah, he, he kind of claws it back, in fairness. It's not like yeah. it's it's not like it's close from where he pans out. If you actually watch it, I think it's from, like, um, the opposite side of the goal. You know, you're looking in on it. And when he mm. heads it, he gets up and he heads it as best he can. But the, the Bravka actually gets it. It's kind of a claw and moving back to, to get it back. It's nearly past him. But um, he finishes it in the end. Like yeah. Tom Bowen says, two Newcastle players collide and suddenly it's Liverpool's problem. And it's not even, don't get me wrong, the two of them smacked each other's head. You kind of go, yeah, blow the whistle. You know what I mean? But when it's not blown and it goes in, then it's all down to VAR anyway. Because yeah. VAR check every goal. So, like, they're all having a go at the referee. And the referee's probably going, I didn't see anything in that. I don't think there's a head collision at all. And VAR are looking at it because they check every goal. And they've come back and said, oh, there's no issue. Because there's no head. There's no. It's only there's a fella no, getting. There's no clash of heads. It's a fella getting a, a, a brush of a kind of a shoulder or a side yeah. in the head. It's, it, but this is what footballers are anyway. It was during the game. I was talking to Chris. And Chris s- s- spotted something. He said, he actually looked up. When he hit the ground, he peeped up yeah. and then stayed down. Yeah. And the first so, guy well, goes down. And I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm trying to look it back now. Um, the first guy goes down and looks like he's going to stay down and then jumps up. And yeah. I couldn't believe the second guy staying down because I was like, what is wrong with him? Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And so I, you, I, I originally thought that the second guy... Um, the first guy landed on the second guy and he'd done his back or something. Yeah, I thought I actually thought the second guy tripped over the first guy and that's what he was just oh, I tripped over and I fell like but like I'm sorry, but if you're in a fucking relegation dog for you and that, and that's what's putting you on the ground in your own yeah, box and putting you in doubt, that's probably why you're there. Get up and fucking defend and get it out and then go down. You know what I mean? Or exactly. Yeah. The chances are if you if you have the attitude to get up and defend, there won't be an issue. You just yeah, you know, I got a bang I, and I'm off. And I'm up, you know. Yeah, what I mean? at the time they were they'd already started the time wasting. You know, Dubravka was taking his time over the free kicks, over yeah. the goal kicks and what have you, and the crowd were getting... It was good to see, actually, the crowd were getting on the, onto the ref really early. Yeah. And you need to see that more because... Um, well, that's a follow-on from the Villa game. Yeah. And I think refs eventually will t- will do will bite and book a keeper early. And hopefully they do because it's one of those that you... It can bite you the other way, you know. If you you're one nil up, you're trying to kill the game off, and what have you, and then suddenly you concede. Yeah. Now you need the time. To, you know, you need the clock to slow down a bit. Yeah. I don't, I've never got it. I've never understood why sides do that. But I hope refs clamp down on that when when the games. I look on a side note. The game, the Premier League, isn't going to get cancelled. 
that we might not like what we're going we're about to see, but the actual football we're go- is going to carry on. There's yeah. just way too much at stake. Centurion um, says we can analyze all. We, this is a great point. We can analyze all we want. The defender was just trying to win a cheap foul. I think it right. was, of course. You know, it was, of course. We've, we've, we've won a header. It's gone out wide. I am. I've got a little bang on going down. You know what I mean? And like, um, before anyone comes on and says, "Well, you, you know, if, if that's a head injury, it wasn't because you see from the yeah. footage, it wasn't." You know the sort of way. But um, we dominated from there. You know, we dominated and. You know, we get the second goal very quickly, four minutes later. Um, it's a mistake by Shelby. Um, Man is really good to get on it. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I've seen I've seen it in real time and I've seen a replay and I'm kind of going... That's a pen. I don't me. know. Re- real time, I thought it was a pen. It's replay, I wasn't sure. Replay, I wasn't sure if it was inside or outside. Yeah. But I, thought so, he I, did I wasn't well sure if it was a foul. Because, because, like, in real time, I'm like, he's gone. But it falls to Salah, and Salah just buries it. So we're not yeah. even thinking about it. It's, it when, saves the decision to be made. When, yeah. when do you show it from the camera from the cop end, right? They show yeah, it from yeah. the from from like from, from behind the cop as you're looking down. It. Um, and I'm kind of going, does he get a touch on that? Because if, if Salah isn't there to pour it in, I don't know if there's a decision to be made. But Salah, I think equals a record tonight of goal involvements. Um, I think Jamie, he equaled Vardy. Jamie, Vardy, Jamie Vardy's record of goal, of goal involvement. Did he equal it or beat? I think he equaled it tonight. Yeah, I thought it was equaled. Yeah, I thought it was equaled. Um, oh, there was a rank of records that were going on tonight. Yeah. it's 2,000 uh, games. Yeah, the, someone had that up earlier. 2,000. Yeah, there was the Klopp to 150 wins, uh, fast 12 games faster than Kenny. Uh, Salah is, I think, w- one goal short of Roger Hunt's record before Christmas for goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, is that in all competitions? In all competitions pre-Christmas. So he's two games to do it. He's two ge- two. Ooh. Yeah. He yeah, he has. Uh, well, he won't be involved in the Leicester game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's got the Spurs game to to equal that and better it. Yeah, um, equal, to do the record with Salah is equal tonight, so we need a goal involvement against Spurs to break it. Yeah. Um, Eddie, I presume, Bejan says, um, and I'm hoping I'm saying that name right, Bejan. Um, but he says, Eddie, I presume, how said his player was dazed after the game. Give me a fucking break with it. If he was dazed, he Eddie was entitled to a concussion substitution for free, and he never used it. Yeah. So Eddie can go and suck my chops. Yeah, he does me head in. He's like, Eddie, how really does? For I don't know why, but he just does. Um, yeah. But and he's probably a nice fella. He probably hasn't done anything. Overly annoying. He just, I don't know. Just he's something. just got one of those voices. He's just, he just got one of them heads. Um, <laughs> and I probably have one of them heads as well. But listen, um, if Eddie wants to come on and say the same back to me, I'm absolutely fine with that. Once he brings a few cans, I'm good. Um, look, uh, 99 likes. Someone's going to hit the 100 one now, Eddie. They're absolutely are going to. And someone will be really, really happy. Um, Reclaimer will be because he seems to be on a mission with regards to likes and subscribes um, on this channel. Um, he wants us all to subscribe so we get to 12,000. Um, geez, you know more than me. The last time I checked was about 11, 7. Whoa, Jonathan Davis, that's a great stat. Um, 32 games in a row with a goal. Liverpool? Yeah. 42 games in a row with a goal. Oh, and yeah, fairness, because, uh, because um, or the, the other record was two or more, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was two or more for yeah. a long time. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I cannot. I can't remember the last time that we fired a blank. Genuinely, I, I okay. Without looking, obviously, look, let's see between the. It two was obviously thirty-two games ago, but the last must time have been last season. A goal in in all competitions has to be last season. It would be last season. So how many games we played? We've played 17, 18, two League Cup games, haven't we played? Uh, third round, fourth round, yeah. We were away to Norwich, we were away to Preston. Have you played any yeah. other League games? No. I don't think so. So that's no. 19, so we've played 20 and six Champions League games. Six Champions League games. So that's 25. So Five. it's nine games. Am I right? What you say, 30? 32. 32, so six games before the end of last season. Jesus. Well, Kevin Ball and... No, Real Madrid Madrid at home. And Chris Brack. Madrid at home in April last season. Real Madrid at home in the Champions League. What's it? Fulham? Fulham won the loss at home. Yeah, could have been Fulham. Jesus. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's Real Madrid, Ray Madrid says Jonathan Davis, and he's the man that brought us the stats, so we're going to go with that. Do but, people um, realise how spoilt we really are? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I we really are. April. Look, Amit Kavanagh says he thinks it was April. Andy, Andy Young goes on about how good we are and what have you. Yeah. He's so right. Do you know? Oh, you're I mean, watching, you're watching, like. This listen. is as good as it gets, like. It, it is. In watching football, when it you is. have a vested interest. It is. I, I, ta- I talk to Liverpool fans. I'm 40. So I'm watching Liverpool since 86. And I usually, if, I, if I'm talking about this, I usually talk to people that are probably about 15 years older than me. So it brings them back to the early 70s. And there's been brilliant Liverpool sides that have been f- outrageous, conceding 14 or 15 league goals at home. In, or sorry, in a whole fucking season, and that was a forty-two game season, and, and European cups, leagues, and and being absolutely yeah, European but, cups back then were straight knockout as well. Yeah, so. but but when I talk to a lot of people, they go, "Listen, this is as good as it's ever been." With regards yeah. to the side we have, it's just I don't think I don't I don't know if it's you're not allowed um, celebrate it as much. There seems to be more resistance about. So, you know, enjoying it. That's just what it, for me. I enjoy it all the time. Like I enjoyed when Liverpool, when Liverpool were even shy. I enjoyed watching them, just because I like watching Liverpool. It was time yeah. to break your fucking heart. I mean, you know, what I, mean? I can't but, remember the last time that someone actually took us to task. Well, I mean, City got thing. close this season. Yeah, and this, in patches in that first half where we were, you know, we were taking school a bit in the, in the first half against City. Yeah. But the, but this but one, general, I think this, this this one, this go, the, but this why I go back here after all with the application because I I feel in my opinion now and just my opinion, if Liverpool apply themselves as well as they can, there isn't a team on this planet that can out football Liverpool. I mean that, and I don't care what style it is. You know, you get people going, "Well, see, you do this and this and this and this and this." And Barca of two or three years ago would have done this, this and this. Barca two or three years ago were wiped wiped away by us. Um, you know. Chelsea can do this or whoever, Real Madrid or Bayern or whatever. I genuinely believe if Liverpool go out with the intensity we know they have, right? And people think intensity is a really easy thing. It's not. Watch Manchester United, their intensity is appalling. And that's probably one of the biggest issues when it comes to their side because of a decent squad. But I genuinely believe if we come out with the right attitude, um, 
we always have a plan, but the right attitude and, and implement that and and follow it through. There isn't a, there isn't a team out it's there conviction. that will. Uh, there isn't, me, yeah, there co- isn't a team yeah. out there that will out football us and yeah. and and actually you you turn around and you go they tore us apart. Yeah, for me, look, it's conviction in the press, and you 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 saw it tonight when um, the forwards will press, midfield will press, and then you'll see as if they get through that, a third press will come from the fullback on that side. And they'll leave the two centre backs two v one or two v two, and they'll not. It's not gung ho or reckless abandonment, but they'll go with a plan. And when that's right, more often than not, we'll win the ball. But they believe it a hundred percent, and they buy it a hundred percent. When there's something wrong or something's missing, they don't, and someone hesitates, and sides get out easier. And you can spot it usually very early in games. Mm. In the first ten minutes, you'll see someone not quite on it or not quite believing in what the plan is. Mm. But it's something you very rarely, if ever, see this season. Well, there was a comment there um, saying the last time I don't know who said it, but they feel the last time we were taking the task was Barca away in that Champions League semi final. We should have won that game. No, far from it. That we game was that never game. a three 0 game. Um, and you'll see me scrolling up and down, people. And if that's yeah. annoying, you let me know. Um, if you're watching on screen, but it's me just trying to bring comments back up. Um, but if it's annoying you, I'll stop. Yeah. Um, how does that sound? Um, John says, Ian Salmon from the Anfield Rap, who saw those great teams from the 70s and 80s, has says this is the best. Just hope we get another Premier League or Champions League to solidify it. So do I. I think they should get what they deserve. And for me, they probably deserve one of each, one more of each. And Ian Salmon yeah. is actually the same guy. He's a lovely fellow on the Anfield Rap, by the way. He's really interesting to listen to. Um, but but what he, what he said is... Um, he he's also the guy that said that he feels Mo Salah is probably the best player we've ever seen at Liverpool as well. And I'd actually, do you know what? I'd love to go and have a chat with him about it. I might ask him, can we um, mm. can we go and have a chat about it? But look, we make it 2-1 and we dominate the rest of the first half. It's not rip-roaring football, Kev. It's not, it's not one where you're going, oh, you know, we're banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. But we were playing and we were... We we were the pace of it went up a bit and we were probably... Not a final ball away, but you know when a final ball is poor, you go, you had a final ball away. This was this was inches. This was this was yeah, really small margins because you seen one from um, Thiago. He lofted to to Salah, who just he tries to jump in the air and take yeah, it down. He tries to get it out of the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and you know there's there's a couple of blocks and and stuff like that. Uh, Kieran B says I like the Anfield Rap Good Channel. It's the best Liverpool channel out there by a fucking country mile for me. Um, for for the whole scope of what they do, Red Men are good as well, but Anfield Rap I think for me are, are absolutely unbelievable at what they do. Um, and and you felt like I suppose probably from twenty five to thirty five forty, you felt like another one's coming. There was yeah. all the corners and stuff. And then we just kind of went, right, take this at halftime. And Newcastle were quite happy because for you, Kev, they, 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 they just go into their shell and go, if we can hold out the lady here and then try throw fucking Callum Wilson out, we're good. Yeah. I felt so sorry for Sadio because I honestly thought his six games without a goal now. And I don't know if it's starting to show, but I felt that he... He deserved to finish. There was a there was a couple of things in that first half that there was a a volleyed pass into Mo Salah from Ox, and Salah fluffed it, fluffed it on his right foot, and I thought that that pass deserved to finish. 
that was one of the best, most ridiculous passes, inch-perfect passes I've seen this season. Mm. It would have been the best assist of the season without a shadow of a doubt. Then there was Mo crossing. Yeah, no, no, no. This one was from Ox to Salah. Oh, yeah, but there was one one from Salah. Ox to Salah was a brilliant one where he goes through and he should score. Yeah. That was the one on on Salah's right foot. He should have buried that. Then there was an outside of the left foot half volley cross from Mo to Sadio. Yeah, but Sadio I think he might out. have been done offside. Sadio was offside. Yeah. He was offside. Yeah. But again, it was the audacity to play the ball in the first place. It was, it was just a ridiculous. At the end of the first half, I looked at Mo Salah and they were talking about the record that he's, you know, that he's got at the minute. And they were going through what he's done. And I thought, he's an absolutely ridiculous footballer. And if it, he's one of those, normally we'd say if it wasn't for Mo, this time, if it wasn't for Messi and Ronaldo, for the ridiculous numbers they've put up over the last 12 years, you'd be he, looking at Mo Salah and you'd be in awe. You Unfortunately know he, for he Mo, the, he's just going to be judged on the numbers now that Messi, yeah, numbers, Messi numbers, and numbers, were able, numbers, yeah. were able and, to do on their best day. And the funny thing is, when you watch Messi, for me in particular, it's not the goals or assists he has, it's the bits of dribbling he does or the bit of vision or, you know... Um, that makes them all around brilliant. It's not just goals yeah. and assists, but they help. They absolutely do. Oh, yeah. Like, but he is for me now becoming the definition of a player that will not be um, appreciated until he's finished. Yeah, I'd yeah. be go- now. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'd be gobsmacked at times about how he's not underrated. He's just not spoken about enough. And there's yeah. two, they're, they're two different things. You know, there's people that I'd say that are absolutely rate him right up there, but they don't want to talk about him because they're fucking Arsenal fans or the United fans or whatever, the Everton fans, wherever they might be, or or they're fucking Chelsea fans and, you know, oh, he's a Chelsea reject, give her over. Um, it's ridiculous, you know, the sort of way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just he's just a pleasure to watch. I was actually quite happy he came off. Um, I thought, yeah. I was, but I thought in the second half performance, it was the right call because he did dip and he was the one that needed needed to be changed. Whatever he was doing in the first half that was sublimely brilliant at times, mm. in the second half... It they were traveling up uh, on him, Kev. Yeah. They were traveling up on him. And he couldn't find that cutback pass. Trent had dropped that little bit deeper. He wasn't as advanced. There was times in the first half where Trent was stood, smack in the middle of the pitch. And I was thinking... And Matip was left to cover everything. Mm. I just thought... All it takes is you to, or someone to give the ball away in a stupid place, and you're exposing uh, Matip to St. Max 1v1. Yeah. But it but was he the confidence. He, he, he dealt with him quite well, I thought, Matip, because he, he did seem to pull on the Matip yeah. quite a lot. Um, <clears throat> one of the lads says, um, Stop it, Gav, the Trippers is the best one. <laughs> we're not. We're simply not. Um, and, you know, we're playing on a different level to, to some of the guys, you know, like the Anfield Rap and. and um, Red men, uh, but we're not trying to be the best. We'll never try to be the best. All we're doing here is coming on, giving an opinion, having a laugh, and helping people. And if that's drinking what cans, oh, drinking cans is fucking top of the list. Mate, like, you know what I mean? One minute, um, it's, it's getting to that time of year now. It is. I'm listen. I bought a tray of Guinness, and I think the fucking thing's gone. Like you know what I mean? I'm going back down to the shop to buy more. I'll have to smuggle them into the house so the wife doesn't see. Uh, I've, I've had a bit. I've had a busy week this week, and I was <laughs> well, drinking cans. You don't fuck all else. Um, <laughs> but I know, no, no. I've been a good boy this week. I've been looking after me, Mammy. I've been 
Oh yeah, very you were very good. You're a very good son this very week. Very but um, no, we're, we're not. We're not trying to be the best. I mean, never claim to be the best. And like, we're we're more than happy with what we have, who we have in this chat, and who we help out. And after that, we're absolutely, we're absolutely golden. Uh, Trevor Vela says, um, "Hey, Trevor, I haven't heard. I was only thinking about him the other day, Trevor Vela. Um, don't ask me why. Your name just popped into my head because um, I used to see it on Instagram." When we used to do some Instagram stuff. Um, met Keith a few months ago at my son's match in Rings End. Went over and he was watching his nephew's match. Didn't know what to say to him. Starstruck. Me, Keith on a bridge. Um, so it wasn't you on the bridge. It wasn't you on the bridge. Um, it wasn't you on the bridge. But um, ah, listen, you want me a nicer fella than Keith. He talked to you all fucking day. You know the sort of way. If you turn up with any sort of South American uh, paraphernalia on you. Um, he'll he'll, he'll find you. You're there for the day. Uh, you never walk alone. 96 says, Gav, I hate to tell you, but this channel is the best LFC channel on YouTube. I don't agree. Um, And that's not me putting me or, or Kev or anybody down. I just think it's... We're not there. We're not there. It's hard to kind of... You know, we we just come on and have a good time. You know, yeah. we don't look at we don't look at numbers and and this and that. Like we don't we do want you to like so more people to watch. Don't get me wrong, um, and we do want you to subscribe and share and stuff like that. But genuinely, we do another show now where there's twenty five people watching us, and we have fucking great laugh. You know, the sort of way. You, got, so you guys got to appreciate as well that all of the guys that are doing this stuff, they all have jobs. Yeah, you know we all we all well, have, all have jobs. None of the work yeah. now. They all have fucking jobs. Yeah, but you know, the guys that are doing Redmond and the Anfield rap and stuff—that is their job, yeah. and they're very good at doing that. They're and to be fair, they're probably challenging the main sports broadcasters. They're better for, than the main sport. Yeah, sports oh yeah, but for their ability to go into detail and have the time to go through stuff you know to research stuff properly and give you got give everybody accurate information so you know credit where it's due they are very very good at what they're they deadly. do um what other channel gives you advice on being a white pudding toasties well, oh, there, there, is, there is you're not getting that oh and if you're looking for black pudding the best black pudding you'll get is a guy named jack mccarthy from kentork and the guy <laughs> does he <laughs> deliver internationally Nate. He, he's he's won awards for the ah, best listen, black pudding. He must have been he must have been watching the show and, and gave you a <laughs> ring. Like, Mate, come here. If he, if he can, this is the kind of guy who charges eighty quid for a Christmas turkey and ah, doesn't think twice sake. about it. Right, you know, and he'll get it. He's a he's miserable fuck, is what you're saying to me. Oh yeah, he's a humpy bastard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, don't know how, I don't know how we've done this. Um, um, I don't know how we've got here, but we have. Um, by the way, an unnamed um, viewer of this channel uh, messaged me today and said, can you please send me um, how exactly, in intimate detail, you make these beans and white pudding sandwiches you're gonna have in to a do sandwich maker? I'm not going to name video. them. Um, I don't know if they're in the chat, but um, if they want to come clean themselves, they can. Um, but, um, yeah, so Liverpool, look, we're 2-1 we're, we're up. We you nervy in the second half, Kev? Because I thought it was slow. I thought it was pedestrian. I thought yeah. it started to look like a, a bit like a training game. And I thought it with Newcastle down to the ground because genuinely they were looking at 80 minutes. Callum Wilson, and let's see what we can do. And then True Willock on as well. Now, we score straight after he comes on. But yeah. you could see where they were getting to. Because when they don't, when they don't, when they don't go in a half-time level, they're literally looking in blocks of 20. 45 to 65, maybe 85, so. and then, and yeah, because that's what they do. Do you know what I'm sort of way? But were you getting a bit nervy at 2-1 going, 
We're still dominating this. Yeah. Or... I was, it was one of those, it, it had want to hurry up and come, like, you know, it's one of those that um, I think we definitely dipped a bit and you expect the opposite at halftime. You just, you know, tidy up giving the ball away in stupid areas and keep going. But it just, they were, um, I don't know, was it more hesitant or they realized the fact of the bigger picture that we can't afford to lose this? I don't know what it was, but um, up until 70 minutes, it was almost a case of uh, somebody please just go and do something, you know, rather than someone deciding I'm going to go and do something. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It was, and then when the when the changes came, I was delighted with the changes. I thought Bobby coming in, Nabby came in, came in, and both had an impact in the game. Nabby more so. I was really impressed with. Yeah, him Nabby was good. Nabby yeah. was ready. And, but I had no problem with uh, Mo coming off. And I don't care if he's got the hump about coming off or if he you know, he looks like he's not happy about coming off or what have you. Look, you can't play every minute of every game no. all the way through the season. And You're we're, in we're, December. Like, we're, we're playing Sunday, Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday, Sunday. So we've three yeah. big games coming up now. We've a big game away at sports. We've a League Cup quarterfinal, which I presume you might want to play in. And then you have we have Leeds on Boxing Day, and then we have Leicester away two days later, and then we've Chelsea on the second. So you have we, to, no matter how good a player is or how instrumental he is or how yeah. good a game he's having, or you have to rest them at some stage. You yeah. have to, and you have to take into consideration now that three players have COVID. Everyone else is tested negative, but that's not the same in the next three to four that's days. So it mightn't be positive then. And if they're positive, i.e., fucking. Sadio Mane, right? Yeah. There's going to be more on Mo Salah's, Mo Salah's shoulders than than usual, d- despite him taking an awful lot on. There's more on his shoulders, and yeah. that means that, listen, do you remember that 20-minute break you got? It'll actually it'll help you now because you're actually going to have to go and do this now three, four games on the trot. Um, yeah, and it's, it's no harm. I mean, if you have the squad, use the squad. In fairness, if it wasn't for the COVID cases tonight, and that was our starting lineup that Klopp put out. I'd have been happy, you know. I genuinely, I would have been happy enough if that was the starting eleven, yeah, without the COVID te- cases. Because bar Divock, I think everyone is fit and available. Yeah. So that was a really good starting eleven. There was no complaints tonight, you know, and there wouldn't have been any complaints about lineup or anything if. Things went south or sideways, and we didn't get three points. But the when the changes came, I thought, yeah, they'll pick it up again. And Nabby did. Nabby was very good at getting the ball, taking a touch, and just laying it off really well. I mean, to be fair, I thought Ox did well tonight. I thought he he did he was better in midfield than he is up front. That's just a, a given. Some of his passes didn't work. Some of it did, but. I was happy enough with his performance until he went off. And Nabby and Bobby came on. It was nice to see Bobby coming on. And he didn't have to exert himself. You never had, he didn't have to go full pelt. But the first thing he did was from a corner that he nearly got a touch on and got a goal. Mm. And I thought that might liven him up again. And it did a bit. I never felt threatened. I don't think Allison 
in the second half. I can't remember if he made a save. I don't think he did. So for all no, of the Huffington it was Puffin, one shot by um, the winger. What's the winger? Oh, Murphy. Murphy, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, so. it skirted well wide. I think Allison was fuming over the wall. Whatever was going on there. Yeah, there was one from him where that went just wide. That went close. Kev, I just have to warn you, we're going to go down a field um, rabbit hole in about five minutes yeah, before it, we leave. Right? Just I, I look, yeah, I I've, um, like I've favoured a, like, a couple of comments here. Um, That's all right. Um, Laszlo says, I'm sorry, but I have to challenge Gav. That sandwich recipe will be far better if he fried the pudding first just to colour the outside. No. No, black pudding is already, black and white pudding is already cooked. Yeah. You don't need to cook it again. Yeah. You just it's warm cooked, it. You need it raw. You're only eating yeah. it. That's all you're doing. I know. I, or or, or born on the outside of it. Um, I used to work with a guy who used to eat raw black pudding. Yeah, but you can eat them. That's just, yeah, of course yeah, it's, no it's already cooked. Like. Um, Hannah Kingsbury played 25 games this season, 120, drawn four, lost just one. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, like what more do you fucking want? Man. You know what I mean? You have to. Yeah, now, the, the one defeat is West Ham, and I didn't think we turned up that day, but that happens. You know, that sort of way. Just happens. And it might have been a blessing. Yeah, what can you do? It is. Sometimes you get a kick. Sometimes you get a kick from the likes of that, a Brighton away, or Brighton at home. You get these little things, Brentford. And at the end of the day, we're one point off the top. We're just about hitting the halfway point. And, um, it was always going to be one of those leagues where no one kind of ran away with it for me. Uh, no. But, but, lads, but it's, all, trust it's me. all important to take advantage of yeah. the gaps when they come. Yeah, and, and we took advantage them. tonight. We took advantage tonight with Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and we have done over the last couple of games with Chelsea. But trust me, um, like fucking stacks of cans come, come March if we were in three, three points of this lead or three points ahead because we're all going to have a fucking great time. Um, mm-hmm. Let's get on to Trent. Because, um, oh, do you know what I loved about this? He just says, oh, fuck this, I've had enough of this. And he just says, I'm just absolutely hammering this in. And fair play, the ref manages to get out of the way. Shelby gets a good look at it. The Bravka gets a finger to it. But he gets a hand on it. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah he's, not, he's not stopping that. Um, no. But what a hit. It just burst into the net. And I'm like, thank fuck for that. Um, 86, 87, 88 minutes worth. 87, yeah. I think it was. And um, you're just like, you know what? What a fucking strike. And and I, he gets man of the match out, McManaman. And I thought he was a little bit wasteful at times, Trent, tonight. I'm going to be honest. There was one where he sliced it out of... Of playing club with fucking mental second half, yeah. um, but oh, I was just a nice settler, wasn't it, Kevin? It's a brilliant it was a great goal. As well. It was one of those. Was like when he hit it, it was just a pure hit. It didn't deviate one inch. There was no spin on it. It was just a pure, pure hit. And I was sat in the sofa. I was just wow, wow, wow! I can't believe he just did that. And then when you saw it. When the keeper got as close as he did, I thought fair juice to Dubravka for just getting a hand on it. But that was just a great, that was just a great hit. It was a brilliant hit. Like after cancel Christmas, P. I know who that is. Uh, why do you keep changing all his names? Uh, Gav, do you remember the Jarrah free kick? Same shot, uh, some speed against Newcastle. That was at St James's Park, given his in goal, um, and he hammers it, Jarrah, a free yeah. kick. Absolutely, it was almost like a, a John and Risa hit. Yeah, it was, it was in before that kind of the keeper could even react. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do remember that, but it's a brilliant goal, it settles the game. 
um, yeah. and it moves us on. And and there was relief in it for me. And, but there was. And it's not a relief that, you know, oh, Newcastle were this and Newcastle were that. It was just Liverpool were a bit, like, literally cruising. They weren't quite there. In the no, they were, they were cruising, um, but not in a good sense of cruising, because sometimes when you're cruising, it's you're battering teams. You know what I mean? This was yeah. a cruising in a case of we're not really going for this, but we're defending okay sort of thing. And, and that's where you kind of get worried. But mm-hmm. it settles the game. Great to see Firmino come on, Kev. Great to see yeah, him come on as well. Vital. Yeah. With everything that's coming up. Because we still don't know the story with the African players going to AFCON. Whether they might have to go into a, um isolation period before they go. Because, um, look... UK is a hotbed for COVID at the moment. Hmm. So, and more so than most other European countries. So, Cameroon and CAF might turn around and say, look, the players who are coming to the tournament need to go into isolation by X date. Hmm. So, it's a case they might not be available for the Chelsea game. We don't know. Yeah, it's, it's possible. All, it's, a, it's all, it's all, look, over all this stuff is up in the area. And I think it's going to be changing, not a case of day by day, but hour by hour. So, I just encourage everyone when you see stuff on social media, take a deep breath, stand back. And when you see someone reputable saying something, then go with it. Mm-hmm. Until you see someone reputable going with it, take a deep breath and say, right, yeah, okay, we'll just wait and see. Yeah. You know, because it's very easy to jump on a bandwagon. Veranda chases don't let the win overshadow how shy we were. We made Newcastle look like a decent team. I, I, no, I don't I know if we made Newcastle look like a decent team, but we we gave Newcastle a sniff and we shouldn't have. I, I'd agree. I'd go yeah. that far and say that. Uh, Michael yeah. the World says, I ordered a white pudding yesterday. I ordered white pudding yesterday because of this channel, and likewise last week I bought a jacket that Shawnee was wearing. Um, we're causing you a fucking fortune. When you say you ordered white pudding, did you just buy it? You haven't cooked it or eaten it yet? Um, let me know. Um, I've favoured a couple of comments here that I'm going to uh, bring up in a minute after we get on Man of the Match because um, I, I really want to talk about food now for the last 10 minutes if that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'm oh, sure what else are we fucking doing? Exactly. Um, but look, Liverpool win. They stay within a point of City. They pull um, three, three clear of Chelsea who drew with Everton as I said. You know, you, I'm looking at the league. Spurs have only played 14 games. Um, United have played 16 um, but they won't play at the weekend, won't they? Not Brighton has been. No, that, yeah, that's poor been Brighton. Already. Poor Brighton seem to come up against everyone that has fucking COVID. Yeah, haven't they had? They've had spores called off because of it. They've had. Is that the tour game? I think Brighton would would have City United. There's somebody else who were called off against as well. You know, I'm, lo- I'm losing track with it. I just look at us and I think we're not losing any games, and that's all I really give a shit about. Yeah, you know, it's because uh, people will it's, think people will think other sides are getting an advantage because of. Oh, you know, um, they don't have to play and they're getting a break and stuff. But wait, you see when January comes, and they haven't fit them in. And and I'm this is why me, it's if, a- if any of these teams that you're meant to play go far in an FA Cup, or if they're in the Champions League and they're, and they're still in it, or anything like that, um, it's going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible to fit in. Or worse yet, if you're in a relegation fight and you've got to play two games in forty eight hours, and we've seen that done before. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Sure, wasn't that uh, one day? The likes wasn't, of a Bur- wasn't that a one Burnley day a couple of seasons ago? Like United. Weren't United in, uh, running going for the FA Cup and, and the Europa League? And, yeah, and they were like literally saying, you're going to have to play twice in fucking 36 hours or something. It was ridiculous. No, I think they had to play four games in nine days, be yeah. it between domestic cup, 
making league. up a league game, league game that they had to play, Europe game, yeah, and another domestic cup replay or something. I, I can't remember. It was somewhat fucking weird. Yeah, exactly. But we, we but we just have to do our business. Yeah, um, I just want to keep playing as many games as we can on time when we're supposed to play them. The horror for us, for me personally, is I think just for example, our Spurs game gets called off and it's to be played sometime in January. Yeah. When Spurs are in a bit better shape, they've had a few weeks of the window. And yeah, but, but the thing is, like, it, it can only be played when it suits both sides. You can't yeah, be forced. Liver, to play. Yeah, no, and Liverpool have no windows at the minute. In the minute, no, because there, there just isn't at the minute. The FA Cup hasn't started, they're still in the League Cup and they're still in the Champions League. So, where do you yeah. fit them in? Um, man of the match before we go on to our field talk to finish. I would have given it, I think I'd still will. I think I'd give it to Kanata. I thought Kanata okay. was very, very good tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sure. I was impressed with how he handled uh, St. Max in the first half. Bear in mind, he's not really played much. And St. Max 1v1 is very tricky. Mm-hmm. So he's wasteful. St. Max is wasteful in the first half. There was a chance where he could have slipped Fraser in for yeah. a simple. Down the left hand side, yeah. One, yeah, for a simple 1v1. He went the other way. But I thought Kanate, with his passing, his distribution, his composure, never seen him once go to ground, um, handled the physical stuff very well. There was a couple of times I thought he could have brought the ball down on his chest mm-hmm. and played a pass rather than head it. And there, there was one where he tries to play in very kind of intricate a threat, pass in uh, midfield. Yeah, and, and it wasn't on. Yeah, but other than that, let him know about it. Yeah, other than that, I was and he wasn't on his natural side. He was mm-hmm. on his, on the left hand side. I thought he was very very good yeah. again. Uh, the shouts for there's a lot. There's shouts for Canate. Oh, yeah. Um, Red Soy says Kanate is a fair show. Trent, our best attacking player. Um, I thought I thought Trent was a little bit wasteful, but do you know what? Let's give it to Kanate because I'll tell you why. I think he's looked a bit ropey at times when he hasn't been partnered by Van Dijk. He's brilliant at Old Trafford with Van Dijk. Brilliant. Um, yeah. I think he's a bit ropey when he plays with Matip in the European game. Porto, I want to say it was. Um, but today, today I thought, yeah, he looked good. He looked solid. Didn't do any. Stu- he was watching runners, which sometimes he gets. For me, kind of doesn't watch what's going on and kind of gets a bit lost. But today, um, today it was he, he was really really good. Um, Trevor yeah. V is having beans on my pudding toasties tomorrow. I had yeah, but they have to be off a sandwich maker. None of this fucking throwing on two bits of bread and hoping the toaster does it. It has to be a sandwich maker. So we're going with, we're going with Kanati, are we? Yeah, I'd go with Kanati, definitely. Um, the only other one you could throw in, the Henderson was all right in the six. Um, Joel was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all all right without anyone being above the parapet, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, and I think that was the way the whole ninety minutes went. That's where I say uh, Veranda Cheese has a point where we allowed Newcastle to be better than what they are by us being all right. We did a job, we did enough without having to push ourselves. But I thought, yeah, the fact that he hasn't played in a long time, new partner playing on the wrong side, did everything pretty well, and had a tricky winger to play against. Mm-hmm. Didn't get pulled out of position where he normally does. Yeah. Gets pulled out into the wing a lot. Nah, I thought he was very good. Good. Right, man, that's the game done. 3-1. Uh, Kanate, man of the match. 
Trent bashing stuff in. Newcastle players getting hit in the shoulder, pretending it's their head, all that sort of stuff. Um, well, people seem to be enjoying this show after the game, so we're going to keep it going. If they cool. stop enjoying it, let us know and we'll stop. Um, that's the, the fairest we can say. Now, Field, uh, Archie Dillon, cool. Jesus, Mary and Joseph, top of the range, got beans, puddings, toasties, the way forward. I follow the step-by-step of a commie chef now. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, it, 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 it won't be bad. I'm telling you. I'll tell you, you, do you know what you could do with that? Do your cheese toasty in the toast in the sandwich maker and what have you? If you've got a grill at home, yeah. get some grated cheddar cheese, throw the cheese over the top of it, under the grill for a few minutes, melt the cheese over the top of it, bit of brown sauce, yeah. laugh it. Yeah. There you go. Well, listen, come here. Um that's that's Archie, right? Um Matt. Matt says this. Where do you see this? He says, um, his missus is from Clonakilty and has been force feeding black pudding to me since we met. <laughs> How long ago is that, Matt? You're in <laughs> fucking serious trouble if you're being forced with that for like uh, fucking 10 Clonakilty's years. Clonakilty's all right, like, but um, there's, better, there's better out there, man. Uh, John Jono says, Gab, we'll stop enjoying it if we lose six in a row. We won't stop enjoying it because we'll always have a laugh anyway. Yeah. We'll always find a way of having we'll a find laugh something. and being up uh, And we, if we have to lash the team out, we will, but we'll have a laugh at the same time. Um, I'm a bit worried for Matt because he's being forced fed fucking black pudding. There's um, so many different ways to have the black pudding, though. I, the one thing I draw the line is black pudding with fish. You see people having black pudding and scallops and stuff like that. Nah, I'll tell you what's too, beautiful. That's too posh. I tell you what's beautiful. If you ever have time, and this is a great thing when you've um, kids around the house or or you're just fucking nothing to do, right? Pastry sausage rolls. Okay, yeah. You'll find a, a recipe for making them. Now they have to be light. They have to be nice. Now none of the buy nice sausage meat and stuff like that. But mix the black pudding in with the sausage meat. Yeah. That'd be right. nice. And you roll it up and you cut it into your sections and then you get your patient, you lay it all out and you put your little fucking things, your little like cylinders of fucking black pudding and sausage mixed together onto the pastry, wrap it up, cut it, you know, seal them, put your little crosses on them and a bit of egg over the top, a bit of egg yolk, you know, you mix an egg and then just yeah, use yeah. it as a glaze and then put it in the oven and my fucking Jesus. Um, nah, like lads, I'm in bits here. I, I'll be going in and making this stuff now at one o'clock in the morning. And my <laughs> missus will be going, what are you fucking doing? I'll be like, oh, the lads in the pod we're talking about nah. black pudding and all. And she'll be like, so my missus does this thing with um, corned beef. She'll do um, like a Cornish pasty, but She'll do corned beef, mashed potato, carrots, onions yeah. in um, pastry. <laughs> and go on, I'll tell you what, on. man. You can't, you can't beat it. That in it, that for your lunch, just it rocks, man. It is absolutely the bomb. Absolutely. Jelena Roke reckons Jamie Oliver would have a banger if he listened to this show. He probably would. He probably would. Yeah, but, but Gen- don't do turkey twizzlers. These are proper... We're actually use. We're if not we using. Keep, if we keep crap, this up, if right. we keep this up, it'll be just me and you on the front of a packet, like somebody says there at Christmas, you know. But no, genuinely, if you, it, like sausage rolls aren't hard to make, it's literally no. um, it's literally like fucking just pastry sausage. But the thing is, when you got sausage meat, you can mix whatever the hell you like. Oh it? no, seriously, right? So with black pudding, right, and the sausage meat, you get your sausage meat and you decide, right? So say you want to make twelve sausage rolls, right? You split your sausage meat into twelve, and then you cut a thing a nice white put or black pudding into 12 and you literally just you know pair them all off mix it all together in your hands roll it up like a cylinder sit it down the pastry close it up seal it 
egg, mix an egg in a cup and just use it as a glass and in the oven and like sausage meat only takes fucking 20 minutes to do. Once, 20 the, minutes to once the pastry rises and then you can get a short short pastry where the sausage rolls are quite small I can get the puff pastry. Yeah, I, I, puff pastry I don't like the puff pastry I'd rather the small I'd rather them um, thing, but uh, unbelievable uh, any Christmas specials coming up turkey sandwich tips yeah so um, oh talk- turkey sandwiches come here now you have to get your turkey yeah your sausage meat stuffing that no well I don't need to- sausage meat stuffing no this is for the sandwich turkey sausage meat stuffing onion relish right mayo yeah. Uh grated cheese. Uh-huh. Under the grill. Uh-huh. Bang. Done. Okay. Can I tell you what I do? Um Bonkers Reckons were sponsored by uh, Black Pudding. <laughs> and uh Tom Bowling says Gavin Kevin the, the Pudding twins. <laughs> it's better than the fucking now. Um But but the thing is, uh, Kevin Gav, the cooking years. If he wants us to stop, we will. We'll just go home. We, we'll stop yeah. now. Um, well, we are. We can easily go make food now. We'll just, we'll just go get more cans. So, so, um, so the Christmas, the Christmas turkey, right? Um, you can do turkey and ham. Doesn't need to matter. No. But turkey sandwiches. Say turkey sandwiches, right? Yeah, yeah. Batch bread. Yeah. Right? Batch bread. So, uh, people in Ireland know what batch bread is. Um, and people outside of Ireland might not look it up. Batch Brennan's batch bread, you'll see what it looks like. So batch bread, butter, loads, throw as much butter as you want on it, right? You get um I have mine my, my the stuff that I get um, my mother makes it uh, um for all the family at Christmas sends it up loads of it. And basically you, it's um a sage and onion. Um ah, yeah, yeah. right. So you put a layer of that on the bread, okay? Um and then I don't mind the cheese actually. The grated cheese isn't bad. Yeah. Put the grated cheese in that, and then your turkey over the top, yeah. And then what you, you have to put gravy on it. You fucking have to put gravy on it, right? Now what you should do is really you should actually mix your gravy and your stuffing in a cup before you spread it onto the bread. And then when you put your turkey on a little bit more gravy. Some people like the ballymaloo relish to go on it, like you said, a bit of relish. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm all for that going under a grill then and being grilled and toned and grilled. So you end up with a toasted batch. Um, it's toasted bread with um your sage and onion stuffing mixed with gravy, your grated cheese, and your turkey on it, and it's absolutely fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so that's, Ger, that's my thing. Ger, Ger, stop. What's your mind? Packs. Oh packs, no, Paxo was no stop. Tenement. You can't be doing that's that. Sick. Um, let's see. Be using the, the last one I want to ask is from um from. Dylan, so this is the last question. Go on. Is there any, is there any particular, sorry, any peculiar combos you'd like or know of? My girlfriend is a bag of ra- fan of raspberry jam, banana, and king crisp sambo. Yeah, it looks to me weird when I put a three and one. A three and one, of course, is um, chips, curry sauce, and fried rice in a tray <laughs> on bread. One of the best things you can eat is a three and one on bread. It's fucking right. unfucking believable. Dylan. Have you any have you any weird ones though, Kev? I don't know, but Dylan needs to sit down and have a conversation with his girlfriend with that kind of a combination. Because you know That's yourself. What she's into. Yeah, but when a girl has those kind of weird kind of combination of food flavours, there's other questions that need to be asked. Like are you pregnant? Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. Dylan. Mm. Yeah. Dylan, you might want to sit down. Kieran says Dylan should just bang the P forty five. Um 
No, I've no real yeah. weird. I'm a quite. A, no, I'm, quite, I'm very I'm, traditional. When yeah, it comes I'm, to I'm quite. I'm quite a basic eater. I tell you what, I do love though. Um, do you know like um, no, no, basil flowers, no, no. I don't think I've had haggis yet. Oh no, no. I haven't had haggis. Stay no. the hell away from it. No, that's gone you, off black. That's gone. What like, you gone call off them? Pudding. What you call yeah. them things? Um, shredded chicken. They, they were in the Chinese now. The shredded chicken. It's in breadcrumb. Shredded chicken and breadcrumb. Oh I, yeah. Right. I love them. I love them with um. This is as, as fucking lavish as I go, or as, as weird as I go. I love them with um a load of them with um you know mayonnaise put all over them and cheese. And then I sit yeah, in the yeah. oven for a minute, probably three or four minutes, and um, and it comes out all <laughs> melted on top, and it's amazing. Uh, David Lennon wants to know how many Michelin stars I've got. I'd give them back. I wouldn't be into that shit. Yeah. Not around there. No, no, no. Uh, Dylan's having a breakdown. He says, whoa, 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 <laughs> when we mentioned the um, thing. Uh, imagine mm-hmm. Tato doing black pudding flavor crisps. I don't really like crisps that have weird flavors. You no, know, like they bring out like chocolate yeah. and popcorn mixed together and all. I can't understand anyone that puts chocolate in the popcorn when they're sitting in the cinema. No, that's just wrong. It is wrong. Um, you know, when you have your sandwiches, look, decent cheese. Buy, don't buy the cheap, nasty cheese. Buy a decent cheddar, nice onion relish, tomatoes, lettuce, mayo. That's it. There's no need to overcomplicate it. It's tried and tested. It works good. Well, Dylan says, I just had a flashback of one of the four shows I commented on. Spoke about a fellow I work with who carried around a five litre drum of water. <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Um, what a funny night. That's on actually, that's actually, if you if you go onto Spotify or your um, podcast apps or whatever, I think it was like Andy and Gaz Big Chat Best Bits or fucking something like that. And that's on it. Um, and it was, I was fucking unbelievable. That was the night me and Andy I had them, a, Some of them were hilarious. That was the, the night me and Andy had a massive row over water dispensers being on the warehouse floor. And then uh, <laughs> we, I wanted Andy to ring DHL to verify. But um, look, that's how it goes. That's who this channel uh, is. Some of, the, some of those nights we were in the chat, we were. Ah, oh, some of the fucking we absolutely well, tears lapping. Some the only the only upshot of this, or the only good thing is, if the football gets called off, me and Andy will be doing loads of Andy and Gav oh, random chats um, to, to pass the time because we won't let you down. Yeah. Kev, anything else before we go? Nah, just uh, tomorrow night will be myself and Chris, and I think there's someone from Mick from Copy. Yeah, is on with us tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. God knows what we're going to talk about. <laughs> no fucking clue. But hope look, the way tomorrow's gonna go with the COVID test and what have you and with the Premier League, I'm sure we'll dig into that and see what Mick's gotta say about it. Mm-hmm. Um the ashes is going on still. Uh looks like McLaren have or sorry, Mercedes have uh, given in on the appeal. Yeah. With the F one. That's mm-hmm. done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Um talk now is apparently Red Bull threatened to pull out of F one if they overturned this decision. Okay. And Red Bull are mad enough to say, yeah, they would have. Yeah. And Mercedes just uh, are sweating a bit now on whether McLaren is, or whether, sorry, Lewis Hamilton's going to carry on. Okay. Um, So we'll get into all of that kind of stuff. And let's see. Chicken, mayo, pickle, toasty. Not bad, Ross. Yeah, not bad. Decent show. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, Decent show. Right, Friday, that's Friday night. Um, nothing on Saturday. Sunday, we will have this full time Reds after our Spurs and Liverpool, and then we will follow that up with the Fatback Four on Sunday night. And then we're back into Christmas week, and anything could happen. I'm going to be honest with you. We are going to, tr- in fairness, we're going to try to do up some sort of 
post our information for people and post across our social media so you know what's going on um, because you're used to us being on nearly every night there might be nights where we're off over Christmas which is fair enough but we'll make sure you get got your bell icons on and for yeah. your notifications guys go into your go into your phones and check that your settings to make sure your notifications for YouTube are on are, ter- are on and yeah. then when we go live you'll know straight away it'll pop up on your phone you're laughing yeah like subscribe or share or diffuse in the plug on your sandwich maker won't work that's 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 basically it. Um, that has been the full-time Reds. Liverpool have beaten Newcastle three goals to one at Anfield. Um, next up is Spurs on Sunday at the fucking City of Tottenham White Hart Lane Stadium. I don't know what they call it. Um, but that is on Sunday. And as I said, we have got shows tomorrow and we have got um, shows on Sunday and then into Christmas week where we'll have a lovely time um, having a lovely time with all of you. If we don't see it between now and Christmas because you're People are busy. They are busy. Um, between now and Christmas, you don't get a chance to watch. Have an absolutely brilliant Christmas from all of us. Have a safe one. Have a happy one. Um, drink. Be merry. Watch the fucking black pudding and the white pudding. Too much of it's not great for you. Just treat yourself one of the days over the Christmas. That has been it. Talk to you in a bit. Over now. Sports Social Podcast Network.